Good day, mate. Good day. Welcome right way up, finally. (laughs) So, welcome back to another episode of A Short View Back to the Podcast. I am Jordan. I'm John. I'm Jamie. Uh, So, we're now going to give our race review on Australia. Now, we've got a couple of different vibes going on here. I thought it (laughs) (laughs) was... Snooze fest. I thought it was boring, boring, boring. There was a lot of action, though, that happened in that. I don't think there was. I really don't think there was. I, I genuinely, I, I love winning. I love it more than anything. I despise losing. Yeah, right? an easy win's not as good. It's not. I was just sat there watching Shah go round, and I just, I switched off. I, got, I not literally, but I, you know, I stopped paying attention. The Mercedes I, effect. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps, perhaps. Listen, yeah, you know, I'd love to have another an era of Ferrari dominance akin to the to the Schumacher days, but it, but it gets boring, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And and that yeah. for me was how that race was. I just don't, you know, we didn't see a lot of Charles. The well, he was having a nice Sunday drive around Australia more yeah, than anything. The Red Bulls couldn't get near, but to me, there wasn't, there wasn't. Well, they didn't finish the race, did they? <laughs> well, there wasn't so much battling <laughs> Pain. elsewhere. Pain. Yeah, and. Uh, I think it all comes down to, I think mm-hmm. the question we should come back to at the, at the end of recording is, <coughs> did the changes to the track help? Did they work? Let's bear that in mind as we dig mm-hmm. in to, to the, the, the weekend. Well, Charles obviously won. Yes. Start, yeah. Let's start with Charles. Lovely Grand and Slam for him. Grand Slam. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the first Ferrari Grand Slam since Alonso in 2013. 2013. Okay. 2013. And it's Charles' first uh, Grand Slam ever. Yeah. Yeah. Which They're not easy to, to do, are they? They're no, not, easy not to at do. all. No. So, uh, incredible performance from him. He's been the standout. Mm-hmm. By, by far the standout driver. I wouldn't expect him as being... Sort of where he is this season, I would have kind of assumed no, he's been like. I thought I, I thought Signs would outdo him this year. Yeah, I did. Again, well, well, I think we should get on to Signs because he's having a mare. a bit of a tough one. We well, hang on, we say he's having a mare. He's not having that much from mare though. Like he's still no, he's not really. I think I, yeah. I think though if you if you race. listen to his his interviews after Bahrain, he said that was his worst weekend with Ferrari. Things got yeah. a little bit better in Jeddah. But he still, he had, mm-hmm. you know, his fortune that got him into the podium positions. Yeah. This weekend was a bit of a dog's dinner. And not all of it was his fault. Ferrari, mm-hmm. he was on a hot lap in Q3. Yeah. Alonso's car was put in the wall. But again, that wasn't yeah. Alonso's fault. No, no. Just being a bit French, really. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, oh, that yeah. cost, that cost, um, Carlos, his hot lap, and that mm-hmm. he was going on pole at that point. That's how quick that lap was. Mm-hmm. Provisional pole, sorry. They had a problem then firing the car up after that red flag, which meant he couldn't get the tyre prep done, so he quali- qualified ninth. Which is piss poor, really. Very poor, but, but there were mitigating factors. Yeah. Mm. They then had the same issue starting the car on Sunday. Yes. So they changed the steering wheel and it wasn't set up properly. That was the reason for his poor start, which dropped him to 14th. It's being a bit Italian so, then, basically. Yeah. So that yeah. wasn't really his fault. Mm. But... Had a bit of a prancing donkey. Pranc- yeah, a little bit. But, so he went for an alternate strategy, hard tyres, and binned it. Yeah, I, I, I really. That is a bit of a notorious corner for. 
been in it as well. Yeah, and uh, yeah. On the gravel, so towards they, the so. end of the Grand Prix, we saw a lot of drivers struggling around that corner, running wide, running into, you know, putting a wheel on the gravel. So that's obviously a tough, tough bit of the racetrack. Mm. But I'd say it's probably the hardest bit, to be fair, probably. is that bit, because it is so fast, but you've got to cut it so fine. So fine, yeah. And one slight mistake, you're out. Well, yeah, but to be fair, though, we don't normally see that kind of bidding it from Carlos. No, no, no that, to be that fair. Was, that was He's a clean driver. He's, He's a clean a driver. And do you know what? The, the strategy he was on rewards patience, looking after the tyres, mm-hmm. being cool in, in the face of danger. Yeah. All of which is very much the Carlos Sainz effect. Yeah. So what happened? I, I really think this weekend he cracked. Yeah. yeah. Just not been on the level of Charles all season. Maybe maybe arguably Friday and Saturday he could have been there, but had had well, Charles flying issues. he's flying high, isn't he? So. I, I think he cracked. Uh, and that's something I hate I'd hate to have happened. Mm-hmm. He could have just had a bad weekend. Uh, it happens to everyone. Yeah. But he really, you know, it was an op. I just start to finish overly opportunity. I just don't know. He was so not going to make that move happen. Yeah, it was so reckless and just not Carlos. No, 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 no. not in a million years. It was just sloppy work work from him, is what it was. Yeah, exactly. And that's just not something that you could. I think we've ever said. Anyone's ever said about Carlos. Yeah, no, you sort of. Yeah. So I, I, I hope that we. Where's the, where's the next race? Italy. So yeah. you really need a good performance. Imola, isn't it? Imola, yeah. 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 But again, I really a hope difficult track. Difficult track. Let's let's hope, or I am going to hope, as a Ferrari fan, that, that Carlos turns it around very oh, yeah. quickly. Let's <coughs> hope Russell doesn't crash into another Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> We're going. Well, you know what? We, you know, I think Carlos is desperate yeah. for the race win now. I think because yeah. he's now he wants to matched Hulkenberg or overtaken Hulkenberg in terms of points score, but no race wins. Mm-hmm. So I think he's now just sort of going. It's a bit of a slap in the face. It's a, it's a good, you know, it's a record, but it's not one you want, really. No, not yeah. at all. Not at all. It's almost a negative record. But, you well. know, he's been so consistent. Like last year, how he was, he was pretty much the number one Ferrari driver, in my opinion. Well, he started, yeah. he, you know, he wasn't slow, but he wasn't quite on the level of, of Charles. And yeah. just consistency, cool head. Mm-hmm. You know, being smart with the car, and that's just not what we saw in Australia. Well, and I think just, just I, I really just think he just this is his last year with missed. Ferrari, contracted wise as well. Yeah. Well, the, so they're in talks about an extension. That that won't have done him any favors. No, will it? no, no. That's, that's probably it. why he's under a little bit of pressure. Maybe that's maybe at the back of yeah, his mind. I, I, I think that got. I to could him be without a seat for next season. I do think that got to him a little bit. Mm. I think from there, is it worth talking about one of the other retirements in a silly, silly mistake? Mm-hmm. And that is a four-time world champion, third on the all-time winners list, mm-hmm. Sebastian Vettel ran wide and put it in the wall. Been at yeah. Australia many, many times as well himself. I mean, I, uh, to, I be, do think to be fair to him, it's his first race back. Yeah, I do think there was a I bit of COVID hangover. Since 2019. I so do I think there was fair. a bit of COVID hangover. I don't think he was quite mm-hmm. at one with the car. We know the Aston is a tricky car to drive. Bag of shit. Yeah, bag of spanners. But, yeah. but that's, again, that's not together. what you... Ex- I, I, I think, looking back, I've thought about this on while we were, while we were preparing for the pod. Mm-hmm. Sebastian, even in his Red Bull days, very, very quick but a little accident prone at times. We, yeah, he yeah. had a mistake in him. Yeah, yeah. And so when the Red Bull was the quickest car out there by a long way, mm-hmm. and he didn't need to push 
no. 110%. Yeah. He could keep it on the racetrack and, and he could put it on pole position and he could control the pace. Mm-hmm. And that's where he got very good. But but when he needs to push, we saw this with Grosjean as well, I, I feel. When you need to push because the car's not quite there, mm-hmm. he cracks. He's out, yeah. And and I think, that I again, think that happens. Vettel might still be broken from his time at Ferrari, to be fair, because yeah, I think they absolutely broke him well, as a person. Sky, Sky coverage on Friday, mm-hmm. Paul DeResta said that he looked at Seb's body language yeah. and Seb just doesn't look happy and, and confident and ready to go and challenge. And I think... Yeah. Well, the car when you're help. in the second worst car on the grid, I what do you expect? I think it's the worst. Yeah. yeah. I think it's the worst. Yeah. They haven't scored points. Nope. Doesn't do the brand Aston Martin any favours well, either. Yeah, look, really, the, no. when they when that car became you know, rating point became Aston Martin. High hopes. High yes. hopes. Big high I, hopes. Do you know what I think it is? People's expectations were really high and it's just not performed. Like it, when it was forced into better, a racing point, yeah, yeah. they were pretty good, you know, solid midfield. Yeah, yeah. Occasionally challenging they've for wins. Gone the pink arrow. They've gone very backwards, haven't they? Mm. And that's that must be so tough. For but is then that maybe linked to why Otmar left as well? Maybe sort of, uh, I'd say creative differences, probably not, but choices in yeah, car development. Yeah, yeah, and he's absolutely. gone, this car is going to be a bag of shit. I'm off, see you later. Plonks yeah. himself at Alpine. It's, it's tough. I, I think, right, I think yeah. uh, mm. yeah. you know, again, Seb, I, I think his contract is up. The end of, end the of this year, yeah. Well, he's I, made enough money. He might just go, oh, sod this. And you'd I, love to I, see him as a pundit, though. I th- he would be brilliant. I yeah. really do think this could be the end of Sebastian Vettel. Mm. And, and as I say, for uh, for the third on the all-time winners list, a four-time back-to-back world champion, the youngest you know, quadrillion yeah. yeah. world champion, you know, that, that is really ending your career with a whimper. And I'm sure he'd I like to I think if when he'd gone to Ferrari, Ferrari at the level they're at now... We'd be seeing a different, completely different story. Yeah, but abso- yeah. The absolutely. The car wasn't competitive. Absolutely. There was Look, a lot of pressure on him. They just chewed him out. They just completely spat him out. Being a four-time world champion, they're like, right, we're expecting big things from you. And then you haven't performed in the car. Obviously, it's not all the car. It probably is a bit him, but not to begin with. I think a lot of it was the car. Well, I think if you look at 17 and 18, mm-hmm. Ferrari made mistakes and Seb made mistakes. Yeah. And yeah. I don't... Th- I think Ferrari has recovered, but I don't know if Seb has. No. And as I say, if the car isn't mm-hmm. to his liking, I, he's always had a mistake in him. And mistakes yeah. are getting really punished now. It's, it's mm-hmm. really, as I say, I worry for Seb. I really do. do it's not how, you know. Although I do love the fact he went round the track on a moped. Yeah, that's why he spun he out. Five, he's five, five grand lighter. He's five grand lighter. <laughs> yeah, five yeah. grand lighter. That's what it was. So, it, I mean, to Classic be Classic Seb, though. Just went like, I'm just going to fucking blip round no, here. Just, yeah, yeah, I've gone it. Scooter Faster Seb is back, you know. Then, why not? Um, <laughs> we had Return of Fireman Seb, Scooter Seb. That was lovely in that return. Uh, but, yeah. Um, yeah, to be fair, I think we're going to see Seb out the sport for a few more years. I think he'll retire. Yeah. And he's going to come back somewhere I don't somewhere know if he will come back. I don't, I don't think, think he will. will. No, I think he will. I, don't, I, don't I think he'll know. be out and move into punditry. And I think, yeah. I think we'll see him on Sky Sports and he will be... Hilarious. Oh, him and Nico would be fantastic together yeah. on the funditry. I think, funny. I think as well. One of the things that think of Michael Schumacher when he came back with Mercedes. Okay, it didn't end how he wanted. He did three years with that Mercedes team. And he it was just sc- before they yeah, started going yeah. up, but he only scored one podium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had one pole position that he had to take a penalty for. So that, you know that didn't really yeah. work out. Well, the car wasn't the car a wasn't right. No, but. What Michael Schumacher did is really set the ball rolling mm-hmm. for the Mercedes dominance. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. 
I think, but I think he knew that would be the case as well. I, he I didn't, he, kn- he went in knowing that they weren't, uh, you know, at the championship level, and he only come back for a little bit because of that. Because you know, he made he's made the most money out of Formula One miles above anyone else. Mm. It was like nine hundred million he made out of the second term. Was Alonso he made like three hundred? He's made three hundred fifty million. Yeah, at the time of reading that information, but you know that's. A hell of a lot of money more, you know. Schumacher was just like, oh, I'll just come back for a banter. Yeah, why not? I think if you could see Seb laying the foundation in the same kind of manner, if you th- if you could really see Aston Martin, ladies' driving school, they're, they're mm. close. You know, if Aston Martin were were challenging for third in the constructors, and and you know they might be getting a, a championship winning car within the next few years, I think he'd enjoy that. Do but I don't think he I say punditry for Vettel. I can see him being a team advisor, you know, like Prost, yeah. Lauda, that sort of thing. I reckon, because I think Schumacher would be doing that if obviously he wasn't how he is at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he did do that. He did do it for Ferrari yeah. after retiring. Joe, I, I, I really don't think it'd be, it would happen, but I really would love to see Seb back in a Ferrari team environment. Well, I, don't think I don't think he'd want to go back. I don't think he would, no. but, but I, I think if... He'd be like, peace out, I'm off. If, or maybe if it were right for him, I would love to see it. Or yeah. maybe Mercedes. He said he, he's always wanting to replicate Michael. Yeah, so yeah. he might sort of, you know, we're not sure what's going on with Lewis at the minute. Because seeing as what he said at the end of races yesterday, he said to the team, you've put me in a difficult position. <laughs> the car's shit, I can't race, which yeah. again comes back to... Lewis, it's James, please let Russell pass. You know, yeah. I think we're seeing that. Lewis he's might... much quicker on the pace. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, we never we might see Seb to Mercedes. Well, Maybe not, probably. back to what I said previously, is how much only champ, like, got any, the, all the championships he has because the car was at the level it was for so long because of Mercedes planning, engineering, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Not saying he's a rubbish driver, obviously he's a good oh, driver, because no, yeah, you've still yeah. got to be able to drive the car. Oh, but yeah. Now Mercedes ain't quite so dominant. He's really struggling for positions anyway and his confidence has been knocked massively by the sort of the events of last year as well yeah you know he's like oh well, you know fa you know michael massey done him over proper shafted him on his win which he should have got let's be honest but he was robbed of the race win yeah, not the championship the... in my opinion yeah exactly yeah. but now seeing the car's not so it's not so hot mercedes have you know he's struggling a lot lewis yeah. he's even said that and he, in and he got his, his old mind well, he, he got his podium no yeah. and that's he got his podium at bahrain on a technicality of Red Bull dying, same as they didn't, you know, didn't both really cars crapped themselves. They're, you know, even then he was looking sort of mid-table, not podiums. It's just because two cars come out. Oh, okay, cool. Two free positions. Why not? Well, let's, shall we look at Red Bull? Because... <laughs> drive shaft issues, was it this time? Uh, well... Well, no, um... Well, they don't actually know uh, yet, do they? There's no, still some sort of apparently, fluid. Apparently Verstappen's car did what Checo's <coughs> did in Bahrain, where it just died. Like, because obviously they didn't have the same issue, but kind of did. But obviously Perez in Bahrain, when he went around that right corner, and it just went whoop. Yeah. It died completely. Apparently that happened to Verstappen. But then um, Checo... It's something to do with the drive. I think it's a drivetrain or something like that. Like it just—they're no. having a bit of a mare doing their own engines, yeah, aren't they? And, and <laughs> get on. I that. said it in the first. You know, when when we spoke about Bahrain, I said I think Red Bull are going to be fast but fragile. Yeah. We're only three races in, and uh, I you know don't want to pat myself on the back too much, <laughs> but that that prospect seems to Called be it. Seems <laughs> yeah. to be true. Yeah. See, yeah. yeah. with um, with uh, Max's DNF. Um, mm-hmm. Yesterday, so my, my partner Christy, she is Mercedes, 
I am more Red Bull. So there was, we nearly had a massive falling out actually the other day. It's sort of like, it was like, it was like a, foot, a game of football or something like that, yeah, you know. Yeah, um, yeah my heart collide. sank. My heart sank there. I kind of thought, you know, because well, there's only three races in. Max has only finished in one of them so far. Yeah, and pathetic, literally, isn't that, it, really, from Red Bull? It's the worst, you know, the thing is, he's won one of those races and should have had two second place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Which would, which would give us a really tight championship battle, right? Yeah. As I think it's going to be Ferrari runaway. Charles is, you know, looking, sitting pretty. Look, that can all change. Charles can have some bad luck and some yeah. engine failures, whatever. Latifi comes back, P1, P1, P1. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but but you know, it's looking pretty imperious at the minute, mm. and we're only race three. Yeah. That can all change, of course, but if if it doesn't, I mean, I can see it going that way. Of it's just going to be Max Ferrari, to you know. Afatari confirmed. Well, <laughs> if if George Russell can be P two in the championship, fuck George Russell. <laughs> it's just yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think that's that's the more sour bit was yeah. George Russell on that podium as opposed to probably someone like Lewis. I would have preferred that as well. Yeah, hundred. Well, again, Lewis. It, that was safety car, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it's a lot of safety car. cars this season. Yeah, so far. What's going on? There's been a lot know. in three races. Just, I mean, I just, I can't quite work that out. But um, speaking of uh, other struggles, Haas again they buggered ha- over by the safety car. Well, they had the right idea. I don't know if you saw K Mag said like that. You know, the strategy they went with would have worked. They would have both got in points, but the safety car, obviously, for when they pitted to tire selection for that, and the safety car absolutely bent them over and shafted them and robbed them of points. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, a tough tough day for Haas. But Haas they never do well at Melbourne either. They've not got a good rarely, history rarely, there, really. No. Either car failure or binning it. Yeah. That's it, really. This to time be fair, they, on Friday, they were absolutely nowhere. No. Yeah. And they improved a lot onto Saturday. Mm-hmm. They still weren't perfect, but they did improve. And again, they, you know, they weren't terrible on the Sunday and no. they were unlucky. Yeah, I think, I, I think they could have got into a cheeky P10, yeah. maybe P9. And I think as well... At least one of them in the points. Another thing to, to talk about with Haas is that he needed to deliver and Mick not only out-qualified, but you know, finished the race ahead of K-Mag. That's got to be a good confidence boost after after a very difficult start to the season. I said last week, yes. Mick needs to turn it around. Yeah. You know, he, I mean, it, again, it was not bad luck, really. It wasn't spectacular, but... You know, yeah, that was a good performance for him personally. It I wasn't th- expected. No, no, I what? think for them it was just suffering on the day. Yeah, bit of bit of damage limitation, I think. Yeah, and it's hey, but also saying that it's still better results than any of Hass's results last year and yeah. pretty much the year beforehand as well. So Yeah, I mean to be fair, what was it? They didn't qualify that well, practice they weren't anything special. But again, Australia for them is usually a write off just because I, I, I don't know why track history, especially K Mag and Grosjean Something's happened. Yeah. They've not done well. But again, the, the Alfa Romeos. But we've passed it now, so yeah. The Alfa yeah, Romeos weren't great. No, they no. weren't. You know, but you know who were great? McLaren. McLaren. Yeah, to be fair, that P five, P six, was it? Yeah, P five, P six. Yeah, um, so qualify Mercedes as well on pure yep. pace. That's a nice points finish for McLaren, especially after the two. I think what we're so starting far. to see is we're seeing some tracks that favour the whole Mercedes-powered cars and the others that just favour the Ferrari. Yeah, which is well, actually quite I th- interesting to I see. I think it's interesting that, that we obviously don't know whether the powertrain is the problem there because Could be the Mercedes yeah. and the McLaren were ahead of the Haas 
and the Alphas this weekend, mm-hmm. yet the Williams and the Aston Martins weren't. No. Do you think it may be something to do with the old side pods again? So, obviously, Ferrari's got nice, big, huge side pods. The ones that I actually said on earlier episodes saying, they just look wrong and not fast. But <laughs> are they getting good downforce from I, it? I think, I think rather than perhaps Mercedes downforce, went for streamline. They're mm. getting, I think they're getting them. stability. Yes. Stability of the aero. And I think... Mercedes are getting a nice cooled engine, but... Yeah, but they're, they're f- missing that downforce. I think. Both the Mercedes and the Ferrari. Yeah, the poor poising was insane. Ridiculous. Yeah, but but again, yeah. if you look at it, I, I mean, I was surprised to see how much the Ferrari was bouncing. There was one mm-hmm. shot where the Ferrari was really bouncing. The Red Bull came in smooth as a swan down the water. Yeah, the Mercedes was bouncing, and the Mercedes didn't seem to be bouncing as much as the Ferrari. Yeah, and yet the Ferrari won and was what you know a second quicker on the maybe. Day? It Benefits more of the uh, cornering as opposed to straight line speed. Well, so but but what I what I can't understand is mm-hmm. if both teams are struggling with porpoising, how come one can be so quick and one is so slow? <laughs> and because Mercedes said mm. Mercedes said that porpoising is costing them a bunch of time. Ferrari oh. said, oh, but it, it seems to be more Lewis's car than George's car from what I've seen. You know, so I'm not sure what's going on. Could there. just be a bit of setup. You know, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, I know. I it's a bit more sort of um, understeer in this car. I'm not sure what George. So that must have something to do with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. potentially. But it's. Uh, but also saying that the one team who are not struggling with porpoising is Red Bull, and they've got dodgy engines, really. Yeah. So nobody's perfect. I they? think it's all you know. Teething. Teething. Yeah, teething issues. problems for the new cars. I think ne- maybe next season we won't see any porpoising or very minimal. No, I think it's a tiny, tiny bit anyway for them. But even Benotto said that they need to sort some out this ground effect and all that. But he, he didn't say it in such words. But if you think about it, if your head's going like that, is, there must be a bit of damage to the old noggin going on. Is the suspension a bit more? Is softer potentially, or well, sorry, more rigid? So. Sorry, it's basic. It's a lot more basic. They've taken away a, a, a damper at the back of the car. Mm. And active suspension has been banned since the 1990s. Mm. So uh, one of the one of the ways will they bring it back. It was, it was talked about, but nothing further was said. But one of the ways Mercedes went in testing was mm-hmm. they tried to make the car as stiff as possible so it physically couldn't bounce. Yeah. The problem with that was when it did bounce... But then the road's not bounced. level. Dong, yeah. dong, dong. But then if the road's not level and you're catching it, you're, mm, the rigid- yeah. rigidity so, sorry, is flicking yeah. the car back up but then the downforce wants to push it back down and then you've got that... It's just... It's horrible... Just, it's yeah. not looking... Just It's... Surely it rattles their brain. If you think about it, if we're talking about, you know, like uh, headers being banned in football, we've really got to look at this sort of ground effect and sort of going like, Mm. right, this surely cannot be safe. Which which other cars are struggling, like suffering with with it? The Aston, Aston, I think, has raised the ride height to get around it and that's costing them performance. Yeah, Yeah, there's too much air under the car. Yeah. Yeah. Completely misses the point of having the new car the way it is. Haas seems to be okay. Alpha seems to be okay. Yeah. I'm about to say, it doesn't look too heavy on them. It's just a little bit. But obviously, it's not the same as before. You see the car last season, like, drop down, tons of sparks. Yeah. And that's it. Obviously, we do see quite a lot of sparks from Red Bull at Bahrain when he was trying to overtake... Uh, um stuff was trying to overtake... Just, just, just a bit of bumpy air. Yeah, I don't know, but... I don't know. It's just a bit odd, really, to be honest. Well, I'll tell you what. What we need to go and do is then just find out who's actually got the best car with the road surface and the ride height. Mm-hmm. Right. 
we're going to do a Northampton Street circuit. If they can get through those potholes driving round here, right? That's, that's how we, this is the Formula One testing track. Yeah, no, no way in. No way. No way. Cars won't survive. Yeah. I mean, as we said earlier, mm-hmm. Mr. Alex Albon. Points finish points for William. Tire whisperer. The tyre whisperer. Very, yeah, very unconventional strategy. Paid off. Oh, yeah. Like, seeing as those mm-hmm. hard tyres were only supposed to last, what, 25-ish laps, give or take. And then, then it takes it right to the end, boxes right at the end, gets the point. But then you keep a steady pace mm. throughout the whole race. People are, you know, more people trying to push. You're like, okay, push past me. And then I have to drop off, go past them in the pit, build up a load of time, went into the end, got a bit of distance, slot in, in and out, Bob's uncle vanish around. Does that mean Aston Martin are the only team yes. so far to not score any points? Yeah, yeah. Three races in. Well, I mean, at least every team is scoring points. I mean, I'd like to see us yeah, yeah. so we could sort of see things a little bit, you know. Like, I think we're, you can be battle, the battle for 10th, 9th and 8th, I think, really, isn't it? What I'd love to see is Vettel be the only point scorer for Aston Martin. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, Dad. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of it. Uh, again, did we... Gasly finished the race, didn't he? They have no DNF he, for him. He did, but he, had a, he did have a problem, I think, where the brakes were going at the end and he lost a position right at the end mm. um, what about Sonoda Sonoda struggled I think he had a technical issue or there was some problem well, it's weird he finished the, uh, about P15 I Red think. Bull cars well obviously Red Bull and Alfa Tori there's a lot of issues with them in three races mm. like both cars you're a bit like what the fuck is going on is it, it, you know, is in it the power train is it the I, I, I really d- oh. you don't see these kind of issues from Red Bull or Alfa Tori in the past few seasons like Nothing like that, but to have constant issues going on, you'd be like, oh. Mm. Well, what was I saying that as well? Alonso had a bit of a tricky race as well. Alonso, mm. do you know what? Alonso's weekend was a nightmare. Yeah, not he was part in, of L plan. He was in El line Plano. for pole position, could could easily have put the car in, within the top four, mm-hmm. which would have made a hell of a difference to his Sunday. Oh, yeah. But through no fault of his own, the car ate one of its, its rubber seals pitched him into the wall. Yeah. So he was starting out of position, went for the, the hard strategy, got mugged off by the by the safety car. Yeah. I, I wonder if there was a bit of overdriving going on because he ate, then ate his medium tyres. Yeah, when, yeah. When he ripped changed. through them. And so he went for the fastest lap at the end of the race and it's a blooming good job that Charles disobeyed his team and went for it anyway because <laughs> Alonso would have got it. Yeah. But finished last and get the second fastest lap of the race, that's a poor return. Yeah. That's not what Fernando Alonso is here for, especially on a weekend where I think he could have been P2 with Max Otomi. Mm. Mm. Podium easily. Yeah, P3, P2. I think, yeah, I think you're right there. He could easily retire though and go, I've earned enough money, see you later. Again, uh, disappear you know, off again. The one thing years. Fernando Alonso has never been good at is career moves. And is, no. has this yeah. been another one where it just hasn't quite... Almost like a job jumper. His CV is littered with stuff. I'm going to be fair to Alpine, actually. They are doing pretty bloody good at the minute. They're doing they? better yeah. than I expected, I'll be honest. I d- to be fair, I kind of expect them to be out here in the construct. To, okay, yeah, I thought they'd be about P4, P5-ish, you know. See, I was expecting them to be struggling. I didn't. Yeah, didn't, I thought they'd be struggling. I didn't expect the Renault Power Unit to be very good. Yeah. Oh, the only one's using it, aren't they? Yeah. So, but they're they doing must well. be doing something right. Well. I, like, I think that might be something to do with Mr. Uh, Otmar Safanauer uh, coming in to to the team. But I think so far they've been strong. I think he's just got. Well, he knows his stuff. 
Otmar does. Oh he, yeah, of course. You he's know. what I think race engineer. He's been doing it. He's doing it for donkeys. I think he started years. a Toyota or BAR or something like yeah, that, sort of and like then that. he's been working his way through the ranks and all he that. Knows, he's a, he knows his stuff, and mm. I think that will benefit him. Uh, benef- benefit Alpine, sorry. Yeah, I think it's still early days while he's there. I think give it this season. Obviously, new car, new team principal, new team for him, and we'll just kind of see what happens, and then. I think next season we'll see bigger and better things from them. Yeah. Potentially, if Alonso is Alonso still in contract for another season, or is he's got this year? Yeah, I think this is last year this as well. Is it, yeah. So. so he might go. I'll stay for another, or they'll bin it off. And, you know, might see Jamie Chadwick. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or Piastri or something like or that. Pi- you know. But uh, also, we'll I've got on my notes here as well. I can't remember exactly what happened. This is quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Stroll being a bit of a prat. Because didn't he have uh, some... Was it Latifi or was it... Well, with? he had a nightmare in quali where he just wasn't really looking what he was doing no. and took out a Williams. Yep. Oh, he took out Latifi, yeah, didn't he? He, he did Latifi. that in quali. <laughs> then on race day, they went for the, the hard strategy, the, the, you know, the same as, as Williams with, with Albon. Unnecessary weaving. Yeah. Forced Bottas off the track, had contact with somebody, forgettable day in the office. Yeah. Stroll, look, that Aston has got to be a, a tricky one to deal with, but Stroll is... I'd like to know what his dad says to him, like, will you stop fucking around? <laughs> like, Yeah. Because he's, he's costing his dad money, essentially, really. Taking up space, not producing any results. Yeah, but exactly. But to be fair, they've got a four-time world champion in the other car. I put it in the wall, so... But also, older, you know, not as sprightly as he was at Red Bull. No. Physically. You no, know, yeah. He is, what, mid-30s? I think he's just a little bit younger than Hamilton. I mean, I certainly, that whole weekend, I would not want to be in Sebastian Vettel and Lance Stroll because like, no. they, actually called, they actually called a meeting to actually apologise for everything going wrong on their mm. end. And that's, right, Seb, I'll be fair to him. COVID hangover, I'm going to put that down to that. Yeah, like... Flattening his feet, he's got another week off. Okay, fine. I think that's going to be it in, in that respect. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, just a very bad day in the office for, uh, for Aston. Uh, but person who had a very good um, race, I thought, Sergio Perez and his battle with Lewis. Now, I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Every single time Perez and Lewis have a battle, it's not only is it probably racing at its finest, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah. Like just Perez just went all the way the long way around, mm-hmm. Lewis and the Mercedes, got it. Textbook, see you later, lovely. There's a nice little bit of a fair fight going on between yeah. two. I love that. I, when those two get together... And we know amazing. Perez can back up Lewis like a mofo He can well. do, you know. Sergio Perez, the Mexican Minister of Defence. Yeah, defensive driving, like the best you've ever seen. Yeah. Really, to... Defensive, not, not too risky, just clean, decisive. He knows what he's doing, makes the decision, sticks with it, doesn't bottle it, just rolls with it. Boom. Yeah, the yin and yang, you know. He's good at reading drivers what they're going to do from behind, where Mm. he's going to go, oh, how can I back them up? Oh, let's do that. Boom. Works every time. So, you know, I wouldn't be at all surprised now if this year Red Bull give Perez an extension on his contract. I think they will. Well, I think his performances have been much improved. He's a lot closer to Max. Yeah. yeah, He's clearly a lot more comfortable with the car. You've got to to find your feet at a new team because the cars, I imagine, you know, different strategies, how they handle different. I mean, mm. I imagine no two cars are the same, especially if they run different setups for each yeah, driver. Yeah, of course. What might work for one doesn't work for the other. And it's like, okay, as you said, you know, uh, was it? you say Hamilton prefers a bit of understeer. Mm. Russell might like oversteer. You know, you never know. Yeah. They, might, they might have very similar stra- uh, setups, but not quite the same. 
One might like a bit more rake. One might not. It's, mm. It just depends. Yeah, it's, it's tough, isn't it? Speaking of um, strategy as well, mm-hmm. and, okay, I know they got the podium, but it does appear that Mercedes were having a bit of a dog this weekend. You know, like on the team radio, they're saying to George, let Perez pass. Don't worry about your tyres. Just yeah, if you're eating your tyres, just let them through, and then we're just going to get the the points. Mm-hmm. And George was like, "Absolutely no bloody way is that happening." <laughs> get fucked. Yeah, pretty much. That's essentially what he said on the on the radio. And um, yeah, again, you know, they wouldn't let Lewis. Uh, they told Lewis to hold position. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lewis seemed very very bloody unhappy there. It's very very. He's used to being golden boy though, isn't he? Yeah. Used to being like, I call the shots a bit kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like, well, you're not performing. You do as you told, boy. Yeah, it's all a little bit, bit strange there with Mercedes. I mean, he is performing, but not Lewis Hamilton performing. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it felt a bit that Mercedes screwed Lewis over a little bit yeah, on, on like, Saturday. Well, Last season was A-level a Hamilton. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, the Hamilton. safety car put them in a tough tough situation. I don't, I don't, think, a, yeah. you, don't think you can blame Mercedes fully. Yeah, they yeah. had a... You know, they'd, not at all. They, they they didn't have the best day in terms of strategy, but they still got a good result out of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, well they, yeah, they they got better than Red Bull essentially. Yeah. You know, exactly. be. So I think Mercedes still have a few tricks up their sleeve for later on in the season. I, I yeah, as Mercedes, they all might do, but I think Mercedes, Mercedes got something get, special. Get going, they'll be a force. But at the minute, they're not, and it's clearly not enjoyable. So. Yeah, I mean, um, also saying that, I think even uh, Ricardo. Well, I think. Ricardo actually had more pace apparently than Norris and all of that, and they told him to hold position. Yeah, so I hear. But there's you know. a bit of a strange one where I think Norris had a problem with the engine, something like that. And, and so they were worried. I don't really understand this. I'm not an F1 engineer. They were worried if Ricardo got too close, Norris's engine would pack up, which I really don't understand. But you know, you could tell Ricardo was cheesed off. Mm. And. I listen to the, the F1 YouTube channel puts out uh, every driver's radio as they mm-hmm. cross the line, as, they, as their race is finished. And virtually the only two drivers that sounded happy mm-hmm. were Charles Leclerc and Alex Albon. And, of course. And everyone else sounded uh, down in the dunk. Yeah. You know, so I think it was a bit of a tough weekend, as I say. I across the board, was, really. I think it was boring. <laughs> Yeah. Didn't think a lot happened. The safety car was a bit silly from from Charles, uh, not Charles, Carlos, Carlos. Mm-hmm. and and Seb with the virtual safety car later in the race. True. Yeah. And they're the two events that made the race for me. Okay, Red Bull just couldn't couldn't quite handle the Ferrari this weekend. I think we're for, for me, that was it. Similar. That was it. The, yeah. you know, Ferrari were, were just on it, and that was the race. What um, we just need now is a, a wet race, and we'll fi- we will see exactly. Well, yeah. now we're heading long. back to Europe. Next next few races are back in Europe. Mm-hmm. We'll be sh- see a few more. Is it Imola then? What's after Imola? Uh, oh, hang on. I can get. I've got the. Oh, get the old calendar up. Uh, yeah, we get the old calendar up. So we're in. Um, no bloody hell. So we're off to uh, Imola, and mm-hmm. then on the sixth of May, we're off to Miami. Ooh, Ooh, I forgot about completely new circuit. Yeah, then we're different one. Back to Spain, then back to Monaco. Then someone's made a cock up with the planning here, lads. I'll tell you that. That's a lot of shifting around the older, around the older world. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know who's in charge of that. Really much? No, F1's organizers. So they've obviously had to fit the dates when they can fit the dates. It used to follow roughly that they went around the world. You know, in order, but uh, yeah, you fin- you could do the last so many races in the Americas apart from and then Abu Dhabi, yeah, 
you know, first race Melbourne just because it's really bloody far away. Yeah. I mean, so uh, who's everyone's driver of the day? Who was yours, John? Charles was pretty imperious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think he's actually closely close run by Alex Albon. Albon? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, to be fair. Squeezing a point out of that yeah, Williams. Very, very strong performance from Albon. Yeah, I can't fault that. Jamie, what it's, about you? Do you know what? I'd have to agree. To be Al- honest, it, uh, no one else really stood out. As I said earlier, Alonso could have. Alonso should have been up there. Yeah. But yeah. Through no fault if of his he had, own. You know, if the car hadn't done what it done and blah, 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 blah. I think he would have been a strong contender. But again, I think, yeah, Leclerc just, you know, got his first Grand Slam. Kept it steady. Kept a cool air. Just nice Sunday race, drive. Yeah. Yeah. Nice Sunday bash drive. Bish yeah. bash drive. You know, does what it says on the tin. He's like, this is why you pay me the big bucks. Why not? Yeah. So I think for me, just because the the racing and the battling, mm-hmm. it, for me, driver of the day for me was Perez. Yeah. Hundred and ten percent. Yeah. I, yeah. I can again, I can get on board with that. Good fortune getting P two though, didn't he? Oh yeah. Yeah. So oh massively. But but yeah, I can I can understand. I think that's a that's a viable top three for your driver of the day. Yeah. Charles, Perez. Albon. Yeah, 100%. Australia wraps up. Australia. Right, well, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back uh, after the next race uh, and all that. So when we'll be doing our Imola review. And uh, as always, remember to uh, like, subscribe, and comment. Thank you very much.